Today's daf is Ksubis daf Nun Ches. And we are 11 lines from the bottom of daf Nun Zayin Omid Beis. The first wide line, the two dots, Higiyaz Man Veloy Nisu. Today's daf is being learned, Iloy Nishmas Chayim Malazar Ben Yabadu L'Chayim, Rib Shimshin Aryeh. So this next Gemara that we're about to learn in the Kuisle Beis Medrash is a classic. It deals with the Halachos of Truma, Specifically, the halacha that states that a bas Yisrael that marries a koyen is allowed to eat truma. So the Gemara is going to begin with a very, very famous line. Omarula, Ula said, Dvar Torah, Arusa bas Yisrael, Oicheles betruma, Shenemar, Vekoyen kiyik nenefesh kinyan kaspoi, Vahainami kinyan kaspo. Ula said that Mida Iraisa, a bas Yisrael, that is married to a Koyen, even if the marriage is merely Arison, the halach is she's allowed to eat Truma. And the reason is because you look at, in the parasha of Truma, the Torah says that a Koyen is allowed to eat Truma, but the Torah expands a little bit on who it is that's allowed to eat Truma. The Koyen kiyikne nefesh kinyan kaspoi, a Koyen that's going to acquire a nefesh, this nefesh will now be king in Kaspay of the Koyen, who yoichal boy, vilid beisoy heim yoichal belachmai. So the king in Kesef of Koyen's laddie truma, vilid bias of a Koyen's also laddie truma. But we're going to focus now on the king in Kaspay. So said Ulo that an Arusa Basi Yisrael is king in Kaspay of a Koyen. So if king in Kaspay of a Koyen's laddie truma, an Arusa Basi Yisrael would also be allowed to eat truma. Now, why is it so poshet that we view an Arusa as being Kinyan Kaspoi of her husband, the answer is it's the first Mishnah in Mesachtas Kedushan. Her Isha Nikness. Marriage is a Chalois Ishus, but in addition to that, there's also a Kinyan component. The Koina is the man, the Isha is the Nikness, and as a result, there's this Kinyan relationship between husband and wife. So if the Torah says that Kinyan Kaspoi of the Koyan is a lot of Truma, included in that definition would be an Arusa Bas Yisrael. Now, this is very important for the Daf. It's clear in the Gemara that you don't need Nesuin in order for this woman to be able to eat Truma. Meaning, we know that some laws of marriage go into effect immediately Bishas Eris, and others require the Gemar of the Ishos, which is the Nesuan. Ula said, Arusa Bas Yisrael. Once there's Eris, and that's already enough for her to be able to eat Shuma. And the reason is because why is the married woman allowed to eat Shuma? It's because she's Kenyan Kaspoi. The Kenyan goes into effect Bishas Eris, and it doesn't need the Nesuin, and as a result, Arusa, Bas Yisrael, will be Eichelis Petruma based on the Halach of Kinyin Kaspai. Now this is something that's going to play itself out a little bit more in the raid, but just as it relates to introductory remarks, it's good I to mention that just like in Arusa, Bas Yisrael, Zalad Etruma, because it says in the Torah, Kinyin Kaspai, so too the Eved of Akoyin, Zalad Etruma, because the Eved also is included in Kenyan Kaspai. It's interesting, only an Evet Knani is a Ladi Ichuma, an Evet Ivri is not Ladi Ichuma. So if a Koyan owns an Evet Knani, we know he's a Yisrael B'Mikzas, Dalach is, because he's Kenyan Kaspai of the Koyan, he's a Ladi Ichuma. An Evet Ivri, who's a non Koyan, who is now working for a Koyan, although you would think he's Kenyan Kaspai of the Koyan, 
But the halach is, he's actually not allowed to eat truma. Another example of Kenyan Kaspa is Shoiroi Vechamoiroi. So if a Koyin owns an animal, he's allowed to feed the animal Karshine Truma. He's allowed to feed the animal things that have Kedusha's Truma. An animal could eat Truma? The answer is yes, because the animal is also Kenyan Kaspoi. So really, as it relates to Kenyan Kaspoi, it's a very, very general term. Arusa Bas Yisrael is Kenyan Kaspoi, Enevit Knani, and Ashifcha Knanis, they're considered Kenyan Kaspoi. Shoiroi Vechamoiroi, meaning the behemoth of a Koyin, is also considered Kenyan Kaspoi. The one interesting exception to this rule is the Evet Ivri, which is something we're going to talk about a little bit later. Either way, with that introduction, Zok So the Mishnah was discussing the halacha of Higiyaz Man Nisu. So once upon a time, Erisin and Nisuin happened in two phases. Once there was Arison, there was now an obligation for both the husband and the wife to be goimer this ishos, for them to have an Asuan. But at the same time, they were given a little bit of time. There was no major pressure. Ruik, you'll have time to prepare for the wedding. How much time? It depends on how old the girl is. Was she married before? Was she not married before? The Iker Allah is that a Basula gets Shnei Masa Chaydash. She gets Yud Beis Chaydash. She gets 12 months in order for her to be able to prepare for the wedding. For whatever reason, what's less known is that he also gets 12 months if he needs time to be able to prepare for the wedding. But once he says, will we now go forward with the Nesuin? She says, yes. 12 months later, that's when the Nesuin used to take place. Now the Mishnah said a Chiddush. The Mishnah said that once 12 months pass, in the event that the husband did not fulfill his obligation to do the Nesuin, the halach is the Rabbonah imposed some of the dinim that ordinarily would not be in effect until Nesuin upon this couple, even though all they had was Erisin. Meaning, all they have is Erisin. They didn't do the Nesun yet, but they're supposed to do the Nesun. Why? Because Yud Beis Chaydish passed. So said Chazal, we're going to give you a knas, so to speak, and we're going to obligate you now to take care of this woman as if there was already Nesun. Lamay Nafkimina, the mission said two things. Oichlois Mishaloi, Oichlois Petruma. Oichlois Mishaloi, a husband has an obligation to support his wife. It's the She'er part of She'er Ksusfaina. Machlaikis and Shas, whether it's the Raisid, the Rabbanon, but for sure, a husband has an obligation to support his wife. That Chiv goes into effect, Bishas Nesuin. If all there is is Eris and he doesn't have an obligation. Once 12 months pass from the Erisin, in the event that he's not fulfilling his side of the deal, he's not going forward with the Nesuin, Eichlis Mishaloi, he's going to have a financial obligation to now support this woman. Additionally, in the event that he's a Koyan and she's a Bas Yisrael, the Allah is that when she's in Arusa, she's not allowed to eat Truma. However, once Yud Beis Chaydesh passes, at that point, the Allah is going to be so it's on that last piece that Higiyaz man v'loy nisu oichlois betruma that our daf picks up. Once this erisin a bas yisrael to a koyin's ladi truma shenemar the koyin kiyekne nefesh kinyan kaspoi. It says the kinyan kaspoi of a koyin is a ladi truma v'hai nami kinyan kaspoi. Right, she's not the only example of kinyan kaspoi, but v'hai nami she too is an example. Who else is an example? But the point is, she's included in the definition of Kenya Kaspoy. And as a result, she's a lady to But Ula continued and said, stating that the Rabbonon said that an Arusabas Yisrael is not allowed to eat Truma. How do you know that? 
for starters, in our Mishnah. You see, because only if he gias manvaloi nisu is the halacha oichlois betruma. But it sounds like from the time of the Eresin until the Yud Beis Chaydish, she would not be able to eat truma. Why not? If Medei Raisa she's allowed to, if she's Kinyi Kaspe, what's the reason? So Ula said, Shema Yimzegula Kois because we're concerned that maybe someone's going to pour for her a glass of wine that's truma while she's living in her father's house, and then she's going to share it together with her siblings. Her siblings are not Koyhanim. She's a Bas Yisrael. There's a concern that these non-Koyhanim are going to end up eating Truma. In other words, Inarusa still lives Bevesavia. She still lives in her parents' house. If she's a Bas Yisrael, so she's living with a bunch of non-Koyhanim. Now, she, because of her erison, is technically Kenyan Kaspay of a coin, and as a result, she's a lady Truma. Yeah, but the problem is, she lives in a house, she shares a refrigerator and a pantry with people that are not lady Truma. So there was a chashash of chazal that she's going to take Truma home, and her siblings aren't going to end up eating it. So Ula said it's for that reason that the Rabbanon said that although Medei Raisa, Rusavas, he saw the chalice, but Truma, but the Rabbanon, she shouldn't. The obvious question, so why did the Mishnah say that once you'd base Chaydish pass? What's the difference? She's still living in her father's house. So you still have the chashash of Shemi Yimzegula Kois Bevesavia Vitashkola Cheolachos. Meaning, I understand Yud Beis Chaydish Oichlois Mishaloi. We're going to impose upon him this financial burden of having to support this woman because he's not living up to his end of the obligation. And as a result, you have to support her. But to give her truma that has Isser implications. So why is this something that's okay? Okay, so the Gemara says, Hasam Duchtami Yachidla. The Gemara says, what may seem a little surprising. And that is, once the Yud Beis Chaydish passed, because the husband had an obligation to support his wife, you know what he used to do? He used to rent a dira for her. He used to give her an apartment. Now, he couldn't live with her because there wasn't a suin yet. But at the same time, he would rent a dira for her and he would support her there. And Rashi says the reason is because he didn't want her to take his hard-earned food home and then share it with her siblings. So he's protective over this support that he's giving his daughter, or his wife, I should say. And as a result, he used to be miyachet l'mokim. But here's the point. Being that he was miyachet l'mokim, so at this point, there's no chash anymore of shemei yimzugu l'kois bevesavir v'tashke l'cheo l'choiso. And it's for that reason, it's not going to be a problem. El Miyata says the Gemara, if the reason in Arusavas Yisrael, who midday rice is allowed to eat truma, can eat truma, because we're concerned that she's going to share it with the people that she's living with, let me ask you the following question. Let's say a Koyin is working for a Yisrael. So Yisrael has a business and he has a Koyin that works for him. This Koyin, he brings lunch with him. No one ever said not. Says the Gemara, maybe not. Maybe it shouldn't be Truma. Because maybe he's going to share it together with his boss or maybe with someone there. So why is that not a concern? If we're concerned that she may share her truma together with her siblings, why are we not concerned that this locket's going to share with his boss? So the Gemara says, The lock is that an employer is obligated to provide his employee with mezoinus. Not the other way around. So usually if a Kayan's working for a Yisrael, the Yisrael's going to be feeding the Kayan. Not the Kayan feeding the Yisrael. That's not a chashash. And it's for that reason, that's not a problem. But either way, Ula is the first Manda Amar in our sugya 
Ula said that although Medei Reis and Arusavas Yisrael Zecheles Petruma, still you see in our Mishnah and in other places that Midi Rabbanon she's not allowed to. Why is she not allowed to? Zeira Sheme Yimzegula Kois Beveisovia Vetashkela Cheol Achoisa in English, being that she's still living in her parents' house and her Mishpacha are not Koyanim, there's a concern she's going to bring some of the Truma home and some of her siblings that are Zorim are going to end up eating Truma, something that they're not allowed to do. Second Shana the Gemara of Shum Bar Yehuda Mar Mashmu Bar Yehuda said. The reason is, Mishum Simpon, we're concerned that maybe when this man marries this woman, Binesuin, he's going to find out that she had a mom. A mom that would render the marriage a mekach tois. So the Allah is that if somebody gets married and then he finds out afterwards that his wife had a, a mom, something that he didn't anticipate and something that had he known, he for sure would not have agreed to marry her. The Allah is, it's no different than any other transaction. There's a sugya, Mekachtois, it's coming up later in Mesachtis Ksubis. Now, usually the mumin were found Bishas Nesuin, not Bishas Erisin, because Bishas Nesuin, now there's already a Heterbiya, now they're living together. So there's more of a concern that you're going to find the mum really at the time in Nesuin versus the time of Erisin. Or, in other words, if all they have is Erisin, it's Yitachin that there's a mum out there that he's just not aware of. Something that he will become aware of Bishas Nesuin. Therefore, if all there is is Erisin, we say she can't eat Shuma, because maybe he's going to find the mum, which is going to now trigger a Mekach Tois. It's going to come out that she's a Basti Yisrael that was never an Arusa to a coin. As a result, she's not allowed to eat Shuma. Now, once the Nesuin happens, he would know about the mum. And if the there was no mum, so therefore she's allowed to eat truma. But in Arusabas Yisrael, it's not allowed to. What's the reason? It's Mishum Simpun. Incidentally, the word Simpun, the way it's usually referred to, is mumin. Rashi says it's not what the word means. The word Simpun has nothing to do with the word mum. Rather, Rashi says, Loshen Simpun hu bitl. The word Simpun means mevatl. Rashi says that you find a shaver is sometimes referred to as Simpun because a shaver is mevatl ashtar. The Malva has the Shtar, the Loiva has the Shaver, the Shaver knocks out the, the Koyach of the Shtar. So simple means, not Mumen, but simple means that we're afraid that the Kedushin may become bottle. How would it become bottle? Ayudei Mumen. That's how Simpun somehow became synonymous with Mumen. But Rashi is very, very clear here in the Gemara, not even tucked away, that the word Simpun actually means Bittal. But the bottom line is, said Rav Shmuel, Yehuda, that's the reason that Arusa Basisol is not let Nami. If that's the case, it shouldn't only be in Arusa that's not let even if there was Chuppah, because when is he going to find the Mumen? When will we know for sure that this marriage is happening? It's probably B'Shaz So even if she's in a it should still be a problem. No one ever heard of such a thing. And Rashi says that included in this Kasha of the Gemara, and that's really more pertinent to the Daf, is he is Manvaloy Nisu. Why is 12 months different? At the end of the day, there was still no Bia. So if there was no Bia, so there should still be a Chashash Simpum. So the Gemara says, Hasa Mivdag Badikla, Once 12 months pass, or once the man's already going into the chuppah, at that point he would do a little bit of research. So we'll see a little more about this later in the daf, but he would have some of his kraven, women, they would do a badika, and they would find out whether there's any obvious woman. It's like this, once 12 months pass, we assume that he knows whether there's woman or not. If he's moving forward, that means 
there aren't, and if that's the case, it's for that reason she's allowed to eat Yisrael. If a coin buys an Eved, we said the Eved's also allowed to eat Shum, an Eved Knani. And what's the reason? Maybe we're going to find some sort of mum. Maybe the coin's going to realize that this Eved that he bought is a Mekach Tois. And as a result, it's going to unwind the transaction. It's going to come out that this Eved Knani, who's a Yisrael B'miktas, ended up eating Shum when really he wasn't allowed to. So the Gemara says, Simpum Bavadim Lek. You don't have to be worried about Simpum when it comes to Bavadim. Why? The Gemara plays it out. What kind of mum are you concerned about? You're concerned with a mum that's an external mum? He sees it. So you go to the Shuk, you see the Eved. If the mum doesn't bother you and you bought it, then you can't tie the Mekachtois. Maybe it was a mum that he couldn't have seen in the Shuk. It was some internal issue. So the Gemara says, He's buying this Eved for work. So it shouldn't matter if there's some mum that's Bigavoy. And as a result, that type of mum wouldn't create a simple anyways. It wouldn't be able to trigger a mekaktois. What about nimtsa ganavoy kufyustus? Let's say he buys an evid, then he finds out afterwards his evid was a ganav, or he was a kufyustus, not herger. As she says, top of the omid, he was a gain of nefashis. So what's the loch over there? He can't tie the mekaktois. He gil, he's stuck. And the reason is because you should have known that this Eved was probably a Ganev or a Kuvyustus. Apparently, that was very, very typical. And you can't come now and say, oh, would I have, had I have known, I would have never bought this Eved. The only thing I could think of that maybe would trigger a Mekachtois is Listem Mezuyin. If you found out afterwards, this person wasn't just a Ganev. He's a Listem Mezuyin. He's running some very sophisticated uh, ring of... Of, yeah, or we find out that he's hunted. There's posters all over the place looking for this guy. I hear Abahani Kalis, so usually people like this, they have a coil. You should have known, you should have done your homework, and if you didn't do your homework and you agreed anyways, so as a result, that is going to be enough you not to be able to say Mekartois. In other words, we have two Pshatim over here. Why it is that although Midday Raisa, Rusabas, Yisrael, Echelis, Petrumo, because it says Kinyakas, but Midrabana, she's not allowed to. We have Ula and we have Shmuel by Yehuda. Ula said the reason is because Shema Yimzugu Lakois Bevesovia Vatashka Lacheola Chaisa, Rav Shmuel by Yehuda said one word, he said Simpon. Now, according to Ula, that it's a concern that you may. F- Share your food together with your siblings that are not kaihanim. So why, if you'd base chaydish pass, does it make a difference? So for that, the Gemara had to say a teretz, and the teretz was because usually once you'd base chaydish would pass, he would be meyachin makim. He would rent her a space, and as a result, she's not anymore living together with her siblings. So this chashash is not there. According to Rashmul by Yehuda, that it's because of simpon. So what's the difference if it's you'd base chaydish? The answer to that is that. Once you base chaydish pass mivdak badikla. First, he does some sort of a bedika biyad krevaisa through his relatives, and as a result, we could assume that everything is okay. So we have two different reasons. Says the Gemara, might be nayu. Is there a nafkemina, and what is the nafkemina between ulip pshat and rashmo by Yehuda? So the Gemara says there is ikibe nayu. Two things. Number one, kibel. Kibel means what happens if this man, when he was makadish, this woman, he was makabel upon himself. He said that even if I find out later that there's some issue over here, I don't care. I'm still going to want to marry her. Say if the chashash. Simpon, so now there's no chashash simpon anymore. But if it's Gzeir Tashka, so that's a chashash that you would have her as well. Another nafkimina would be Masar Vahala. It sounds like two, but it's really Shtaim Sheinachas. It's really one. And the case is something that we saw already earlier in the Masechta, what happens if it was Mosara of L'Shluchei Habal? So, if the father handed his daughter over to the L'Shluchei Habal, so that luck is on some level, it creates a, a partial nesun. A big machloikis and shas with regards to 
which dinim. But the point is, on some level, it does create a, a nesuin. Or if it was halach. What would be if the Shluchei Ha'av went together with the Shluchei Ha'abal? Now, in the previous sugyas, we saw that if the Shluchei Ha'av went together with the Shluchei Ha'abal, that's for sure not a partial Nesun. The only time it's a partial Nesun is if it was Masar of the Shluchei Ha'abal. But if the father went along or the Shluchei Ha'av went along, over there, not. As it relates to what the Gemara is about to say, it makes no difference. It doesn't matter if it was Masar of the Shluchei Ha'abal or if it was Holach, the Shluchei Ha'abal went together with the Shluchei Ha'av. The point is... That once she leaves her father's house, there's no chashash anymore of Shemi Yimzugula Kois Bevesavia Vatashkula Cheola Choisa. Why? Because she's not living there anymore. Because it was Masar of the Shulchayabab. And that's why even if the Shulchayab went along, who cares? Lamaisa, the punchline is not that there's an Asuan. But that's where Chapsanaf Kimina did the father go along, did the father Shulchan go along. Over here, the punchline is she's not in her father's house anymore. So if she's not in her father's house anymore, so at that point, there's no chashash anymore of Shematashka. I mean, there's no chashash anymore of Shematashka. So it's that reason it would chap enough give me the if the reason is Mishum Simpon so you have Simpon over here too but if it's Shematashka being that she's not living anymore with her family there's no Shah Shematashka incidentally if you look in Rashi Rashi said what does it mean must Halach Halach means Shaholchu Shluchaya of him Shluchaya why did Rashi say Shaholach Shluchaya of why did Rashi say Shaholach Ha'av because if the father went, then the vaita is a chash that she's going to share it together with her father. She is, we assume, a very nice girl, and as a result, she would share it together with her siblings. As long as she's with her siblings, there's a chashash. The whole point is masara of the and the gemara is being moisif. Even if the shluchiyab went along, which in the previous sugi is made a big nafkamin and the lumdus of the nesuin, but over here we don't care about the nesuin. We just care, practically speaking, is there chashash. Bottom line is you have two nafkaminas. One nafkamin is if she or he was mekabel that I'm going to marry her, even if there's mumin. Now there's no chashash. Simple, there's still a chashash of shematashka. A flip nafkamina would be, what if it was Masar Baholach? Over there, there's no chashash anymore, Shamatashka, because she's not living with her family anymore, but chashash simpon, that there would be. So the Gemara is actually going to return to the sugi a little bit, but first, we're going to interrupt with three Gemaras, all related to our Mishnah. So the Mishnah brought a machloikis between Reb Tarfin and Rabbi Akiva. And really, the context of the Mishnah was unclear. We said we'll be mafarishet when we learn the Gemara. This is the Gemara right now. Rav Tarfin, Rav Tarfin says in the Mishnah, that husband's allowed to give his wife all her support in the form of truma. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva said, you can't give 100% truma, but rather at least half of it has to be whole. So we're talking about a, a man that's supporting his wife. We'll see some of the details in the Gemara. But a man supporting his wife, the question is, could he give her 100% truma? Assuming he's a Kayan and she's a H's Kayan, obviously. Or does he have to give some chulin? What would be the reason to give some chulin? Well, she's allowed to eat truma, so just give truma. The reason is because the halach is that only someone that's tar is allowed to eat truma. Called tar bevesha. But if someone's tameh, not allowed to eat truma anymore. So being that a tameh is not allowed to eat truma, a woman, when she is pirsonida, she will not be able to eat truma. As a result, if you give her truma, really she's not going to be able to eat it. So, what's she supposed to do with it? Ah, the terrorist is she's supposed to sell it. 
The problem is twofold. Number one, Truma is not worth as much as Chulun is because there's less demand for Truma than there is for Chulun. So basic supply and demand, economics 101. So it's for that reason, if you're going to give her a sandwich that's Truma and she's going to have to sell it, she'd probably only be able to get a half a sandwich of Chulun in return because she won't be able to get the full food. So it's not so posh to give your Mizoinus and your support in the form of Truma. Additionally, who said she's a Seicher? Who said that she's savvy enough to go ahead now and start flipping her sandwiches? So it's not so posh this whole Geshef there. So the bottom line is, you could add a Havamina that, no, you can't just go ahead and, and give her 100% Truma, because what's she going to do during times that she's Pirsanida, which is Shchiach, it's Matzoi. So is that something that you should be allowed to do? And it sounds like some Achloikis. Rabbi Tarifin said, Noisn lahakol Truma, I'll let her figure it out. Rabbi Yakiva says, no. Mechta Truma, Mechta So the Gemara is going to do two things right now. Number one, the Gemara is going to clarify what exactly the case was where Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi were arguing. Number two, the Gemara is going to bring three additional shittas in the Tanon that discuss this halacha. This Mishnah is talking about where a Bas Koyen married a Koyen. Interesting. Meaning, the first part of the Mishnah was talking about a Bas Yisrael that married a Koyen. That was the whole point. What do you mean? If she's a Bas Koyen, she anyways can eat Truma. No, the Chiddush is that even though she's a Bas Yisrael and all there is is Eresen, where with the Rabbanon, she shouldn't be able to eat Truma, still she's allowed to eat Truma. But this part of the Mishnah, Rabbi Tarifin Abikiv is talking Dafka about a Bas Koyen Lekoyen. Abu Bas Yisrael Lekoyen. But a Bas Yisrael marries a Koyen. Divrei HaKol, Mechzachul and Mechzachumo. Everybody agrees that the Allah is going to be Mechzachul and Mechzachumo. Rashi says the reason is because a Bas Koyen is used to dealing with Truma at times that she's tummy. So therefore, give her the truma and let her figure it out. But a Basti Stroll is not used to it. She's, she's very new to this. And as a result, you're going to give her now, suddenly, Mechta, you're going to give her truma, all of it truma, what she's not going to know how to deal with it. And as a result, therefore, it's posh. Everybody is going to agree to Rabbi Akim Vazalacha, then you're going to have to give at the very least Mechta. I'm Rabbi Abayi said another qualification to this Machloikis. Machloikis Baruso. The Machloikis is where she was an Aruso, Avol, Benesua, but in the event that she's in a Sua, Divri Akom, Mechta and Mechta Truma. The whole Machloikis is when she's in Aruso, she's still living in her father's house. But if she's already in a Sua, she's not living in her father's house, for sure he has to give her mechzachulam. What's the difference? If she's living in her father's house, when she has to sell the truma, her father's going to help her. So there, Reb Tarifin said, I can give her 100% truma. However, once she leaves her father's house, she's already in the suah, so at that point, she's on her own, so therefore the Allah is going to be, you have to give her mechzachulam. Now what does it mean she's on her own? If she's married, her husband is living with her, so she doesn't seem to be on her own. So Rashi is mitzayin, a Mishnah later, on Dafsa Mechdal on the base, where the Mishnah says that a husband and again, pre-chaim to Rabbeinu Gershon, it's easier to conceptualize this, didn't necessarily have to live together with his wife. It's not one of the chiyuvim that a husband has. He has a chiyuv sher, he has a chiyuv ksus, he has a chiyuv oino. But he doesn't have to live in the same tent. Right? That's not something that he's necessarily obligated to do. So the case that the Mishnah is talking about is he had a husband who set up a mokim dira for his wife and he's supporting her. They shlish the case over there. So in that case, she's taka on her own. She's on her own because she's not living with her father. She's on her own. She's not even living with her husband. So that's the case with Allah is that Divri Akoil, everybody would agree that it's Mechzachul and Mechzachuma. But in the words of Abaya, the whole Shita of Reptarfin that said that Noisnullah Hakol Truma is talking number one, which she's a, a Bas Koyin, so she knows how to handle this, she has a little bit of experience. Number two, she's an Arusa Bas Koyin. She's living in her father's house. So if you could check off those two boxes, that's what Reptarfin said, the Allah is going to be Noisnullah Hakol Truma. But otherwise, 
Reb Tarf is giving moedah to Rabbi Akiva that you have to give machzuchun. Tanya nami hachi it's a mufurish price. Reb Tarf and Reb Tarf said noisim la kol truma. You give all truma. Akiva oimem machzuchun machzuchun truma. So far that's the Mishnah. The med var mamurim. This is where the brisa talks more than the Mishnah, like it always does. When is this true? Be bas koyin lekoyin. Avul bas yisrael lekoyin. The brayakol machzuchun lo machzuchun truma. And by med var mamurim by rusa. Avul benesua. The brayakol machzuchun lo machzuchun first part of this b'raise that medvar mamurim is verbatim what Abayah said. Now come the next three shittas. Rabbi Yudu Mbaseira said Noisin l'ashtei yadish al chuma v'achish al chum. Third shita. He agrees with Rabbi Akiva. You can't give her 100% chuma. But whereas Rabbi Akiva said that how do you split it? What are the percentages? It's 50-50. He said two-thirds, one-third. Two-thirds chuma and one third, you don't have to give 50% chulin, but you have to give 33% chulin. Okay, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda said, You give her 100% chuma, that's like Rabbi Tarfin, she should sell it, and take the money and buy chulin. So Rashi says, Rabbi Huda sounds like he's Rabbi Tarfin. Right, Rabbi Tarfin said you can give all chuma. Rabbi Huda said you can give all chuma. So what's the difference between these two shittas? So Rashi said, the nafkimina is, Rabbi Yehuda holds that you actually have to give her a little bit more. So let's say the chi of mezoinus is from a, a dollar amount perspective, $100 a week. So if you're giving truma, you're going to have to give a $120 a week. You're going to have to add more knowing that she's going to have to sell the food and she's not going to get the full $100 for it because she's selling truma and she's buying chulin, so she's going to end up losing on this trade. And it's for that reason, you have to compensate, you have to make her whole. So a parfum says, you have to give him a zionist, give him a zionist, give her the food, just provide her with the sandwiches, whatever you're supposed to give her. Truma, chulin, it's not your problem. She's a boss, she's an HS guy, you know how to give her truma. Whereas... Rabbi Yehuda says, Noisla called Truma, that's true. You don't have to physically give her chulin, but at the same time, you have to compensate her for this obvious loss that she's going to take when she sells the Truma and she replaces it with chulin. Shimon Gamliel, he's the last shita. He says, Whenever Chazal said you can give Truma, you could. However, you have to give double the amount. So if you're giving her one sandwich, now you're going to have to give two if it's going to be Truma. My Benayu, what's the nafkemina between Reb Shimon ben Gamliel and Reb Yehuda? The way Rashi explains the Gemara. Because Reb Shimon ben Gamliel is essentially Reb Yehuda, who is really essentially Reb Tarfin. Right? He's saying you can give Akal Truma. Reb Yehuda said you have to compensate. Reb Shimon ben Gamliel is adding to that. You have to compensate. You really have to compensate. What's the nafkemina? Reb Shimon ben Gamliel feels that you have to mamish cover all her expenses, all the tercha, because chances are it's going to be a little bit hard for her. And as a result, you have to give her more. Rashi explains it a little sharper. Rashi says, according to Reb Yehuda, what you do is you, you compensate her. But you compensate her a little bit. Why? Because you tell her, listen, Go find a, a buyer that's willing to pay you top dollar for your truma. I, it's going to be a tercha. I'm not so sensitive to your tercha. Rav Shimon Gamliel is sensitive to the tercha. So Rav Shimon Gamliel says, you have to give her enough that she could sell it to the first bidder. The first person she meets. You want to buy my sandwich as truma? Yeah. What are you willing to pay? 50 cent. Done. Take it. Gamarna. You have to do that. And in order to give her her food in a way which she'll be able to sell it without any tercha to the, the first person she meets... The magic number is no small kaflaim bakhun. You're gonna to have to end up having to give kaflaim bakhun. So the bottom line is, is that really we have five shitas. We have the shita of Raptarfin, the shita of Rabbi Akiva, the shita of Rabbi Yudab and the Seira, we have the shita of Rabbi Yehuda, and the shita of Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. But if you break it down, it's five that are really two. Meaning, there were Tanon that held Noisla Kultruma, and then there were Tanon that held you have to give her some chulin. As it relates to the Tanon that held chulin, that's the easier. 
Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yudah Ben-Beseira. Rabbi Akiva said 50-50. Rabbi Yudah Ben-Beseira said two-thirds, one-third. That's the Machloikis. So they're arguing in the percentages. But they both fundamentally agree that being that a woman sometimes is a nida, and when she's a nida, she can't eat truma, she can't even touch the truma. So therefore, we need to set her up in a way where she's not going to have to deal with it. Reb Tarfin, Reb Yehuda, B'Shem Gamliel, all help now. Give her the chulet, give her the truma, and let her figure out how to deal with it. The question was, do we compensate her for the tercha? Do we make her whole? Because we understand that if she's going to sell truma and buy chulet, she's going to end up losing out a little bit. Reb Tarfin said, no. Whatever you're supposed to support, you'll support her. You give it truma, you give it chul, and it's your business. You can do whatever you want. Rabbi Yudha said you have to compensate her a little bit because you have to be sensitive to the fact that she's going to lose a little bit. Rabbi Shun Gamil says you have to compensate her a lot because you don't want to say, oh, don't worry, I'll give you an extra $20 because that will maybe require her to have to be very matriach to do this trade in a way where all it's going to cost her is the $20. So you do is you give her you give her such a buffer that she could sell it very, very easily without dealing with any tercha. That's the extent to which we go. Now, where's this halacha negei? It's negei every married husband and wife? So the answer is no. It's negei an arusa? That's a bas koyin? That's what the case was. Moving along. Mishnah said, even though that halacha is that a married man is allowed to be Michael, his wife, that's a vast Yisrael, Truma. Even Higiyah's man, that loch is Eichleis B'Truma, but a Yavam is ain't a Michael B'Truma. So if Reuven and Shimon are brothers, Reuven died, he had no children, Reuven's wife now falls Yibam to Shimon. Reuven was a Kayan, so by definition, Shimon, who's his brother from his father, is also a Kayan. The halach is that Shimon, the brother, would not be able to be Michael Lebrechim. So, tomorrow, my time, and what's the reason? Because the criteria for a, a wife to be able to eat shum is and she's not Kenyan Kaspoy of the Yavim. She's Kenyan Kaspoy of the Yavim's brother. She's Kenyan Kaspoy of Reuven that died. Well, Reuven's not alive anymore. So, there's no Kenyan Kaspoy relationship between the Yavim and the Yavim. And as a result, she can't eat shum. We're going to get back to this. And then the Mishnah gave a whole bunch of tzurim. What would happen if you had a, a woman that was Higiyah's Mabalei Nisu. There was 12 months that passed, but the 12 months weren't 100% Bifnei Abal. So, 6 months Bifnei Abal, and then 6 months Bifnei Ayabam. Right? So, there was Aresin, 6 months passed, the husband died, and now she's been a Shemeris Yabam for 6 months. Or what would be if it was 12 months minus 1 day Bifnei Abal, and 1 day Bifnei Ayabam. Or it was 12 months minus a day Bifnei Ayabam, and 1 day Bifnei Ayabam. All those situations, the Allah was the same. She can't eat Shuma. The only time she can eat Shuma is if it's Yud Beis Chodesh, so the Gemara says, Right, the Mishnah started off that the Baal could be Michael, the Yavim can't be Michael. Then it said, what would be if you'd have 12 months minus a day with the Baal? One day by the Yavim can't be Michael. Then the Mishnah says, what if it was 12 months minus a day by the Yavim and one day with Neabal? He also can't be Michael. Isn't that last halacha super obvious? The Baal's Koyach is more than the Yavim's Koyach. So if 12 months minus a day for the Baal can't be Michael. Kalvachimer, 12 months minus a day for the Yavim can't be Michael. So why do I need that second? Allah says, you don't. Sometimes you find sometimes Mishnah says things it doesn't have to say. This is a good example. Now we get back to the Lomdis. So the Mishnah said that this halacha, that halacha, Mishnah said a lot of halachas. That's the halacha we're focusing on. 
This was the opinion of the Mishnah Rishayna. This is what the early Tanoim held. But Bezdin Shalacharei and Mamru, but then a later Bezdin came along, and they said, top line of Nunzayin and Bebeis, last line of the Mishnah, that even if there was a Giyaz Mavad Leinissu, and even though Dvar Torah, Rusevah, Yisrael, Echelis, Betrumah, but Midirabonon, she's not going to be able to. So the Gemara says, my time, what's the reason for this halacha? Meaning, why did the Mishnah Achroina flip? So the Gemara says, Omar Ula, Ve'ikema, Reb Shmu Bar Yehuda, Mishum Simpon. The reason is because of Simpon. Because they were concerned that even though Igiyah's man happened, but still it could be at the time in Abiyah, he's going to find a mum that's going to create a Simpon, it's going to be mevatel this marriage, and it's going to come at afraid that this Bas Yisrael was eating Truma when really she wasn't able to eat Truma. So because of Simpon, the Bezdin Shalachareim came along and they said that this is not going to be okay. So the Gemara makes a, a very obvious cheshbin in the light of the previous Gemara that we learned. So again, the Sugi started off, Arusa Bas Yisrael Medei Raisa Zalari Truma. Midirabonon, she can't. Why not? Ula said, because we're afraid she's going to share with her siblings that are not Koyanim. Rav Shmuba Yehuda said, we're worried about Simpon. Said the Gemara, if that's the case, he gives Mavaloi Nisu, so why is Dalacha Oichleis Petruma? So he said, because according to Ula, once 12 months passed, being that he's supporting it, he doesn't want his siblings anymore to be taking all his food. So therefore, he used to be Miyachel He's not living with her anymore. And according to Rav Shmuba Yehuda, that it's because of Simpon. So the reason, once he gives Mavaloi Nisu, she's allowed to eat Truma is because he does some Badikas already at that point through this Kraven, and as a result, he knows at this point the marriage is going to be okay. Stating that, a later Bezdin comes, a hundred years later, and says, because of Simpon, even when the Ziggy is man. Now, we knew about Simpon already, and the missionary Shneider didn't seem to have a problem with Simpon, right? So now all of us, what were they, they weren't Mechadish, something we didn't know. Simpon, we, we, the whole first part of the Daf was all about Simpon. So where does Simpon now come and, and add anything to the narrative? That's the Gemara's Kasha. But the Gemara says a Gishmak, Bishlaim of Ula, Bishlaim according to Ula, that said, that why was it originally that the Chachamim made a Takana, that an Arusavas Yisrael is not allowed to eat Shuma, it was Shem Yim Zugula Kois Saviyah. It's because the only concern they had was Shem Yim Zugula Kois Saviyah. So therefore they held the Giyaz Mavaloi Nisu, it's not a problem anymore because Duchta Miyachila, so it's going to be okay. And they were never worried about Simpon. Simpon was not on their radar. For whatever reason, that was not a real concern. Maybe it was, I don't know. It wasn't something they were sensitive to. Oh, so now at least I understand the Shakla Vatariya. That's what the Bezin Shalacharayim held. Ubasrais, Mishum Simpon. Kumts again, this later Bezin. And they said, I want you to know there's a Nuchshash called Simpon. Elo Rav Shmuel by Yehuda. But according to Rav Shmuel by Yehuda, that said that the whole original Takana was based on Simpon. Kamaisa Mishum Simpon. Ubasrais, Mishum Simpon. What's going on over here? My Bein Hayu. Rishayna knew already about simple. So what exactly was this next Bez the Mechadish? The Mara says, no, I'll tell you what was going on over here. Bedikas Chutz. What the Nafkimina was Bedikas Chutz. Meaning, Mar Sova Bedikas Chutz Shema Bedika. That's Pashat. This man who's going to have his Kroivim do Bedika, it's only going to be a Bedikas Chutz. Right? It's not going to be a Bedikas Pnim. It's not going to be Tashmish. So all it is is a Bedikas Chutz. And being that all it is a Bedikas Chutz, so they held the Bedikas Chutz is enough. What happened was the Bez and Shacharein came around and they realized that B'dikas chutz is not enough of a B'dika. And being that there's no B'dikas Pnim that's happening, how do you know that after the Bia Rishayna, he's going to say that there's some, bedi- there's some Mum B'fnim, and as a result, he's going to annul the marriage. So Avada, the missionary Rishayna knew about Simpon, and the Bezin Shacharayim wasn't being Mechadish, the concept of Simpon. But what they were being Mechadish was a K'nechin the Simpon. The Bezin 
and the Mishnah Rishayinu was only worried about the Mumim Shabachotz, that they felt they can alleviate. When is it usually alleviated? When they're getting ready to get married, once the Yud Beis Chaydish passed, and therefore by Yud Beis Chaydish, over there the Allah should be allowed to eat Shuma. But the Chiddish was of the Bezim Shalachrem, Umar Sava, Bdikas Chutz, Loishma Bdika. They held that Bdikas Chutz is not enough of a Bdika. That was their Chiddish, and as a result, they said, you still have to worry about Simpun even after the Yud Beis Chaydish. And we're going to interrupt the daf and really stop prematurely. This next Gemara is going to segue very much into tomorrow's daf. So we'll just stop and speak out a little bit of raid on another real shas cotton de gadaf here in Perak Afalpi. That is, so the topic of today's daf is Ula's Memra, one of the most famous members in shas. Dvar Torah, Arusa Bas Yisrael Echeles Petruma, Shenemar, Vikoyin Kiyikne Nefesh Kinyin Kaspoi, Vahainami Kinyin Kaspoyu. The Gemara said that although in Arusa Bas Yisrael, Midei Raisa, is a lot of truma, and midrabana, according to the Mishnah Rishayna, after Yud Beis Chaydesh, but hayavam ain't a Michael betruma. A yavam can't be Michael his yavama betruma. And the Gemara asks, my timer, why not? Meaning, you have a woman, she's a Bas Yisrael, she's a Shemeres yavam, to a Kayan. The Allah is the yavam can't be Michael or betruma. And the Gemara said, the reason is because Kinyan Kaspai Omer Achman, it says in the Torah, Kinyan Kaspai, the high Kinyan da Achifu, the criteria in order. For a man to be Michael Ishtoi, Betruma is, she has to be Kenyan Kaspoi. This Shemeris Yovam is Kenyan Kaspoi, but she's Kenyan Kaspoi of Ruvain, the brother that died. She's not Kenyan Kaspoi of the Yovam. Now, the brother that died can't be Michael or Betruma because he's not alive anymore. It's only the Yovam can. She's not Kenyan Kaspoi of the Yovam, and it's for that reason the halach is that although Arusabas is Sozichel is Betruma, but Hayovam in a Michael Betruma. Now there's a big machloik, it's Rashi and Toysvis, I'm not going to go into it, but just to speak it out, whether this halacha of hayovam ene meichel betrumo is a dindai raisa, or it's a dindai rabbana. Rashi says it's midday raisa, meaning midday raisa, a yovam can't be meichel betrumo. Kinyin kaspei omer achmar b'hai kinyin da'achavu is a regular drasha on a deiraisa level, so midday raisa, according to Rashi, a yovam can't be meichel betrumo. Toysvis in our sugyo, and this Toysvis is also in Yavamis, Tafsamech Zayin of the days, quotes Rabbeinu Tam, who says that this drosh is only an asmacht ba'alma, meaning midday raisa, a shaymeris yovam does eat truma, a yovam could be meichel, a shaymeris yovam be truma, I, kinyin kaspeyom, rachmod, v'hai kinyin da'achavu, says Rabbeinu Tam, this is only an asmacht ba'alma, it's only a dindarabon. So similar to an arusa, an arusa vast yisrom, midday raisa, kinyin truma, bindarabonon, she can't eat truma, in the same vein, a shemeres yovam to a koy midday raisa kudi truma. I the gemara hayovam ene meichel betruma. It's a lashon mishnah. Yeah, that's only midday rabbanon asmachta ba'alma that rasha. But really midday raisa she would be able to. This rabbeinu tam has big time ramifications in mesachtes yovamis and the sugis of zika. Because we know in Yavamis there's a machloikis, but the Yesh Zika ain't Zika, and even the man that holds Yesh Zika holds Yesh Zika only with the Rabbanon. This Rabbeinu Tam is a very chosh, a very important Maramakim that you see that there's enough Kenyan, there would seem to be enough Ishos between the Yavam and the Yavama for him to be Michael Herpetruma Midday Raisa. And this whole Gemara that says not is Mernit and Asmach the Baalma, but that's real Yavamis rate. That's not what we're going to talk about right now. What we are going to talk about right now is Rashi. Rashi Dibra Maschel, the Hai Kinyan Just to preface, we spoke about this Rashi not that long ago in Perakavah Yevimtoi in Mesechtis Yevomis, stating that 
It's a very, very important Rashi, which has a very, very important Avni Maluim. That's Mefarish this Rashi, the Imbes Medrash Balechidesh. So Zok the Hilgir Rashi, the High Kinyanach. Let's get to see the Rashi inside. Vehi Mayas, when Ruvain died, Pokalei Kinyanach, his king is not there anymore. Meaning, it's true, this Yavama was Kinyan Kaspay of a Kayan. Yeah, but Kinyan Kaspay of a dead Kayan. And once he died, that Kinyan's gone. And as a result, where is the Kinyan? With a live kayin that will be able to be Michael or Bachuma. Zok Rashi. Avul Kinsa. The Mishnah said, Michael Bachuma. What happens once the Yavam actually does Yibam? He married her. He was Mekayim the mitzvah of Yavam or Yavayala. Rashi says, Oh, then Harei Ishtai Luchal Dafa. Then it's Pashit that she's going to be able to eat Shuma. Vakos of Kari Ishtai. Because the Torah refers to a Yavama La'achar Yibum as the wife of the Yavam. The Pasik says, Ulukacha Loyli Isha. How so? Because the Yavama Yavayala creates a Kenyan, and therefore now they're regular husband and wife. Says Rashi, And just like you find that if someone's Mekadish and Isha Bebiya, Isha Niknis because of Shtar just like someone that's Mekadish and Isha with Bia, Daloch is, this Arus would be able to be Michael Ishtoy. How do I know that, Zakrashi? The Isku Shavayas Ladadi. Because it says, Viyatsava Hoysa. And from the word the Hoysa, we learn that all the Havayas, Kesef, Shtar, and Bir, are all Iskish Ladadi. So if something's true for Kesef, it's true for Shtar and Bir. And if it's true for Shtar, it's true for Kesef and Bir. And if it's true for Bir, it's true for Kesef and Shtar. Iskish Shavayas Ladadi. So that's how I know, says Rashi, that if someone's Makadish for Bir, that Loch is that Arus will be able to eat Rumo. So too, if somebody does Yibum, the Halach is, she'd be able to eat Shuma. In other words, Rashi says that even though the Mishnah says Hayavam any Michael but Shuma, it just means a Shemeres Yavam is not allowed to eat Shuma. But Avot Kinsa, once the Yibam happens, Harehi ki Ishtay l'chal davar. And in that case, for sure she'll be able to eat Shuma. So Rashi, why am I so confident? Because if someone would be Makadish and Isha Babiya, what would be the Halacha? Would she be able to eat Shuma? Yeah. Why? Because iskish havayis lahadadi. So for sure she'd be able to eat truma. No, if that's the case, yibum also happens bebiya. So it's no different than a mekadesh isha bebiya, right? Yibum's beer and mekadesh isha bebiya is not the same thing. Yibum's yivama yavayalel creates nesuin. It's goymed isha. It's a very very unique way of getting married. Mekadesh bebiya. That's a regular form of erisin. It's no different than hareat mikudash asli betabazu. Instead of betabazu, it's bebiya zu. But the point is, is that just like you find if someone's mekadesh bebiya, she has a din of an arusa, she can eat truma. So too, if somebody would do a proper yibum, she'd be able to eat truma. Freight avni maluim. Really, the shita mukubetzis already asks this kasha. Rashi's a pella. Rashi is telling me a shtikl Torah, in quotations, to explain why if a Yavam actually does Yibum, the Allah is that the Yavama is going to be able to eat Shuma. It's because if someone's Mekadosh Bebiya, that Rusa could eat Shuma. So if someone does Bia of Yibum, it should be no different. And as a result, the Allah should be, she should be able to eat Shuma. Is Makshim everybody... You need a, a Torah to tell me why if there was a proper Yibum, the Allah is that she's allowed to eat Shuma? If there was a, a proper Yibum, so, like Rashi said, if she's Ishtay L'chol she's Kenya Kaspoy. If she's Kenya Kaspoy, she's allowed to eat Shuma. And Arusa Basi is allowed to eat Shuma. Why? Ula's Memra. Because... It says in the Torah for Koyin Kiyik the Nevesh Kinyan Kaspoy the High Nami Kinyan Kaspoyu. Nusa every Yevama Laachayibum is also Kinyan Kaspoy. 
They're married. So if they're married, so she's Kenyan Kaspe, if she's Kenyan Kaspe, Kenyan Kaspe is a lady of truma. It sounds like from Rashi that wasn't enough. The fact that she's Kenyan Kaspe is not the reason that she's allowed to eat truma. Now, ultimately, it is the reason, but that in and of itself won't be enough. You have to add to that. You have to say because Yibum is like Kedusha Bia, and by Kedusha Bia, she's allowed to eat truma. Why do I need that shtickle toy for? Let's say Yibum would have nothing to do with Kedusha Bia. But Yibum is marriage. So if that's Yibum is 101-101-101. So why do I need a shtickle Torah to tell me that she's allowed to eat truma? It's Pasha she's allowed to eat truma. It says in the Torah for Kain Kiyik, the Nefesh Kinyin Kaspoy, Vahai Nami Kinyin Kaspoy. Vahoyed, Makshim, everybody. It sounds like from Rashi that a Mekadish Babi Gufa. The reason that Rus is allowed to eat truma is because of Iskish Havayas Ladadi, because there's a heckish between the three means that a man can marry a woman. What's the heckish? Why do we need the hekish? Right? When do we find iskish avayis ladadi? So, for example, if there would be a halacha that was stated regarding a makadish bekesef or makadish b'shtar, so you would say, okay, maybe it's only true if you makadish bekesef. It's only true if you makadish b'shtar. It's only true if you makadish bebiyah. How do I know all the other forms of kedushin? So for that, you have to come on to the hoisa iskish avayis ladadi. But over here, the reason Arusa is able to eat is because she's kinya kaspoi. It doesn't say anything about how the Kedushin happened. If at the end of the day, this woman is Kenyan Kaspoy, just like you have a Knani, by the way, who's Kenyan Kaspoy, just like a Bahama, by the way, who's Kenyan Kaspoy, if the final result is that you're Kenyan Kaspoy, that Allah is your lady Ichuma. So, what's the Iskish Avayas Lahadadi? So, two kashas. Number one, why do I need a Shtikl Torah to tell me that if there was a proper Yibum, that Allah is a lady Ichuma? Lukhaira. If Hareik Ishtai Lukhaldavar, Hakos of Kari Ishtai, the Chsivu Lukhaldavar, so she's Kenya Kaspa. If she's Kenya Kaspa, she's a lady Ichuma. And in Makadish Bebiya Gufa, it's Mavur in Rashi that it wasn't so poshit that just because she's in Arusa that she's a lady Ichuma. Rashi invoked the Iskish Avayas Ladadi, which at first glance is Tsarachi and Gadol. So Dr. Avni Melum, and this is in the Shailas Tuchuvis, which is at the end of Chalik Beis, it's Simen Yud Zayin. That the pshat is as follows. The pshat is, Ula said that Arusa Basi stalls a lady truma because it says in the Torah, Now, what's the poshit taich of the words kinyan kaspoi? The woman is konui to the kayan and kaspoi. She is the kesef of the kayan. She belongs to the kayan. Right? That's the the way you would translate the words Kenyan Kaspe in the context of an Arus Nebas Yisrael. We know that's not true. It's Shekev Echazov. A woman, an Arusa, is Kaspe of her husband? She's not. A husband doesn't have any schus moment in his wife, Midei Raisa. And by the way, even though we know that if a woman works, she earns wages, Dalach is her husband has a schus in it, it's going to very much be the topic of tomorrow's daf. Tiknu But that's only a dindarabanon. And by the way, a woman that says, don't support me and I'm not giving you a maizayadayim, she has a right to do that. Because even midarabanon, there's a limited schus that he has in her maizayadayim. But certainly Midei Raisa, he has nothing. So what does it mean when Ula says, that Kenyan Kaspoy means a fry. Lechayra, she's not Kenyan Kaspoy. And just to speak this out a little bit clearer, an Eved is Kaspoy of his master. A Behemoth is Kaspoy of its owner. 
But a woman is not Kaspar Shalbaila. He has no Shusei Mamun. And all the Sunyas where you find that he does have Shusei Mamun, they're all Dine de Rabbanon. They're not Dine de Raisa. Mid Raisa, a woman is Kanoi to her husband, granted, but not Kaspar. So what does it mean, Kenyan Kaspar? Let's understand this a little bit better. If a woman is not Kaspar of her husband, so what does it mean she's the Kenyan of her husband? Right, what does that even mean? Ho'isha niknes. Right, you start learning Masech Tzedushin. Ho'isha niknes. She's niknes to her husband. She's niknes. When you think of a Kenyan, you think of oh, if I'm kind of something, I own that sign. I could buy it. I could sell. I could do whatever I want with it. That's not true with your wife. You have no Kenyan mummin in her. So what exactly is the Kenyan? Said Amnimiluim said that the definition of the Kenyan is quote, it's a Kenyan iser. It's not a Kenyan mummin, but rather it's a Kenyan iser. Now what's Kenyan iser mean? That's a really yeshiva term. But practically speaking, what it means is that he has a Kenyan in her to the degree that his ownership of her creates certain laws that she needs to somehow abide by. But none of them have any mominous or chayshemishba ramifications. So, for example, if I asked you, a married woman can't get married to somebody. Why not? Oh, she's an ish. Kedushan wouldn't even be typhus. That's true. But in the world of Lundis, there's also an idea that a married woman can't be makabal Kedushan from somebody else because she's already nickness. Because she's nickness. She belongs to somebody. So if she belongs to somebody... She's not uh, a baschirin to go ahead and be makabal kedushin for somebody else because she's connor to to a man. So there are dinim that are a tzah of the fact that oisha nikness. But the point is that oisha nikness is not kinyan momin. Rather, what it is is kinyan iser. So said the Avni Meluim that if we understand that a wife is not kaspoy of her husband. And we understand that the only Kenyan that a man has in his wife is Kenyan Isser. So then what did the Torah mean when it said Kenyan Kasper, which Ula very clearly related even to an Arusa Bas Yisrael? Arusa Bas Yisrael is called Kenyan Kasper? No, Ebed Kanani, I understand. He's Kenyan Kasper, literally. He's mamish like his credit card. Uh, Behemo, yeah, it's Kasper. He owns it. He has title of it. But an Arusa Bas Yisrael is not Mamoinoi. She's not Kasper. So how could Ula say that because she's Kenyan Kaspoy, she's Kenyan, yeah, but that's Kenyan Isser. It's not Kenyan Kaspoy, that's Klar. Every single person knows that. Kol Talmud Vosik. So what does it mean then, Kenyan Kaspoy? What's the Taich? Zok Avni Meluim. I think it's Poshit that you have to say that you know what the Taich is? Kenyan Kaspoy means Kenyan Habo Al Yudai It's a whole different Taich. It doesn't mean Kenyan Kaspoy, where the result of this Dabra Akonu is that that thing is Kaspoy of its owner, but it's Kenyan, as in Kenyan Esser, Kaspoy, Habal Yudei Kesef. Said Avni Meluim, Lefizet, it's Mosuk Midvash V'noifes Sufen, Rashi and Arzogia. Because Rashi had Fashtanin, that the only reason Arusa Basi saw Zechelos Petruma is because she's Kenyan Kaspoy, because she's Kenyan Habal Yudei Kesef. If it's Alt Kenyan Habal Yudei Kesef, but Rashi Ga'art, Hotenach Mekadosh Bekesef. But what about a Mekadosh what about a Makadish Babiyo? For that, Rashi had to invoke the Hekish. Iskish Avayis Ladodi. That if it's true for Makadish Bekesev, it's going to be true for Makadish Bishtar and Makadish Babiyo as well. But Rashi went weiter. If it's also Iskish Avayis Ladodi, that's all good for your classic Kedushan. That's going to make sense for a Makadish. Whether it's Kesev Shtar or What about Yibum? Yibum is not regular Kedushan. So if it's not regular Kedushan, Mechatesa Yibum. So if Rashi had Svetash says Rashi that being the Makadish Babiyo, so too, you have to say Yibam is like Gara from Makadish Babiyo. 
Bia. Because being that a Rei Tishtoi L'Chaldavar, Ulekachaloi L'Ishra, and it happens through Bia, so it's a comparable to a Makadish Bia. And if Makadish Bia is Oichelis Betruma, why? Because of Iskish Havai Sadat, he's so too, Ulekachaloi L'Ishra, V'yibma, Yibam is going to be the same thing. That's why Rashi needed a Shtikal Torah. You see, if Kenyan Kaspoi meant she's Kaspoi, she's Konoi, then Avada Yivam is just as Konoi as a regular Mikudeshes. And a Makadish Bia is just as Konoi as a Makadish Bekesev. But Kenyan Kaspoi's Oktav Nebulum did not mean that. What Kenyan Kaspoi meant was that Kenyan Abayu they Kesev. Oh, so that's unique to Makadish Bekesev. So I have to come out to the Hekish to teach him Makadish Bia, and then I even need another Shtikal Torah to be Marbi Yivam. The Nebulum goes right there and he says, that's why Yavam in Michael Betruma. Why is the other man in Michael Betruma? Because Kenyan Kaspi Omer Achmana Vahai Kenyan the Achifu says the Avni Meluim that the Emes is the Emes is a little bit Sarich beer because it's true that this Yavam is Kenyan the Achif, but she's also Kenyanoi of the Yavam. Why is she Kenyan of the Yavam? Yesh Zika Isha Hiknu Loimen Ashamayim. So if Isha Hiknu Leimen Hashemayim and Yeish Zika, and we know Yeish Zika is true, even Lamando Amar Ein Zika, and on some level it has the right implications, like we referenced a little bit in the introduction to this raid bag. But the point is, is that what happened to Isha Hiknu Leimen Hashemayim? Why is she not Kenyan Kaspa? She's not Kenyan. Isha Hiknu Leimen Hashemayim. As a posh, it could be Mechalik between Isha Hiknu Leimen Hashemayim and a regular Kedushin. Abazok Davnum Lulum, the fees, that's posh the reason. The reason is because Kenyan Kaspa means Kenyan Abayi de Kesef. And the only thing we can be marb is the other forms of Kedushin because of Iskish Savai Sladadi. We can even be marb Yibum because it's like Gar from but how you be marble Zika? It's true as the Sheikh Nolim Nashamayim. But as no Sheikh is the Kenyan Abaya de Kesef. Now, it could be this Kenyan Abaya de Kesef. You know why? The Kesef of Ruvain. Oh, Hai Kenyan the Ochem. That's gone. And that's good for the Oymik of the Gemara's Drasha here in Ksubis Nafim Chesamanam. This is the Avni Malum, the Divrei Pichachem Chen. But the truth is, the Avni Malum goes weiter. He says a much bigger Chiddush in this Shtickle. It's a very long piece. What we just spoke at is more the second half of the Shtickle. In the first half of the Shtickle, and this is really the way he sets it up, he, he says a whole other Chiddush. And that is, just Kedai to speak it out, that it's Mavur, that Kenyan Kaspoi means Kenyan, Kenyan Iser, Kaspoi, Habay de Chesef. Right, let's, let's just highlight this for a second. Poshit, you would think Kenyan Kaspoi means the Kesef. What we're coming at is with a new taich. Poshit and being Mavasedra. Right? When you're learning Unkelis, we have a whole new taich over here. Kenyan means Kenyan Iser. Kaspoi means Habayi de Kesef. Dabna Malum took this to another level. He said that it's only Kenyan Iser that's Michael Batruma. But if someone would have a Kenyan moment in something, but not have a Kenyan Iser, the Allah is the Kenyan moment would not be enough to be able to be Michael Batruma. That's the second, and really the first, Chiddush of the Abne Malum. So not only is Kenyan Iser, Habar al Yidei Kesef, enough to be Michael Batruma, but if I would have a Kenyan moment and not have a Kenyan Iser, that would not be enough for me to be able to be Michael Chuma. Now, you can't say such a chiddish unless you have some real rayas. And the first part of that chuva is where the Abne Meluim brings out and fleshes out this Yesoit and his Ikaraya, it's way beyond the scope of what we're doing. But just to mention the Maramakim, comes from a, a Toysfis in the beginning of Perak Amonolokoyin Gadol in Mesechtes Yivam Estaf Samachvavam Aleph and a similar Toysfis in Mesechtes Bavakam in Perak Achoyvul. I mean, woman is coming more from the Toysfus in Hachayvul than from the Toysfus in Yavamis, Ayin Sham. But basically, it comes from the sugya that Allah is that if a woman brings Avdei Malug into her marriage, so what's the Allah of Nechzim Malug? She owns the Karen, 
The husband is Oichel Paris. What if she brings Avde Molog? She brings Avodim. So a woman gets married. She's an Arusa Bas Yisrael that's getting married to a Kayan. She owns an Eved. These Eved, these Avodim are Avde Molog. Could the Avodim eat Truma or could the Avodim not eat Truma? It's a Sugim Sechtes Yivamas, if it sounds familiar. Now the truth is, the short answer is for sure. The reason is because Mamanavshach. There's really two partners in this Eved. The husband, he owns the Paris, and the wife, Darusa, she owns the Gof. Mamanavshach, both of them have the ability to be Michael the Eved Betruma. Because the Halach is a Koyin, he could be Michael Batruma. And the Aloha also is that uh, an Arusa Basisro, being that she could eat Truma, she could be Michael Herkinyan and Batruma as well. The Gemara learns it from Adrasha. That's the Sugi over there in Masech Tisivamas. Where this is Nogeya, the Aloha of Avdi Mulug, is what happens if you have a marriage which is not a good marriage. For example, Amon Alakayin Gadol. That's the namesake of the parak. So Amon married a Kayin Gadol, and she brought Avdei Melug with her. So she mitzad the kinyan aguf that she has, and these avodim cannot be Michael avodim betruma. Why not? Because only someone that can eat truma could be Michael betruma. Says the Gemara. Someone that herself can't eat truma can't be Michael betruma. Being that she's an Amon Alakayin Gadol, she can't eat truma. So therefore, she can't be Michael her avodim betruma either. But it's mavur that. Even the husband, despite the fact that he owns the Paris, the Kenyan Paris of the Zavni Meluk, he too can't be Michael Avadam Vetruma. And the question is, why not? So that's the case. The case is where a woman got married to a Koyan. It's a bad marriage. It's an Amon Alakayin Gadol. It's a Grusha Vechalutz Alakayin Hedyet. She brought Nechsa Meluk in the form of Avadim. The question is, could these Avadim eat Truma not? And the answer is no. It's a Mishnah. They can't. Why can't they? She can't be Michael because of the fact that she herself can't eat Shuma. And if you can't eat Shuma, you can't be Michael. And he can't be Michael because all he has is the Paris Nechsamalug. And as a result, it doesn't qualify as Kenyan Kasma. Freight Avnimaluim. I mean, Freight Toysfis, I'm sorry, getting excited. Freight Toysfis, that we know there's Machloikis throughout Chas, whether Kenyan Paris is Kenyan Agov or Kenyan Paris is not Kenyan Agov. So Toysfis has the Bishlam acquainted Madama that holds that Kenyan Paris is Lavka Kenyan Agov. It's not a real Kenyan. So I understand why the husband himself can't be Michael, the Avde Malug, with Truma, because it's not Kenyan Kaspa, because all he has is a Kenyan Paris. But Laman Domus, Rabbi Yechon and Chita, that Kenyan Paris is Kenyan Agov, Tommy. So why can't he be Michael based on the Kenyan Paris? That's what Toys Kash is. And Toys without really explaining, says that you see from here that Kenyan Paris is not enough to be able to be Michael Batruma. Kenyan Paris is not enough to be able to be Michael Batruma. In fact, Toys brings a riot from a Gemara in Chrysos, where the Gemara says if someone has an Evet Kanani and he's Meshachar his Evet Kanani. He's, mach, he's Mafkar his Evet Kanani. He wasn't Meshachar, he was only Mafkar. So somebody else now owns it. So the Allah is, even though I was Mafkar it, I could still be Michael my Evet Batruma. Now, if I'm Mafkar it, it's not mine, right? Teres is a shrew, but even if you're mafkir, you have it, you still have to give it a get shikhar. And because I still have to give it a get shikhar, it's still a gida bay. It's still on some level attached to me. And as a result, I'm allowed to be Michael of Achtoisfes. What if the person that I was mafkir to has a Kenyan Paris? If that person has a Kenyan Paris and Kenyan Paris is Kenyan Agov, and not what if? He for sure has a Kenyan Paris. He was Oichem and a Hefker. See, he owns the Paris right now. So, Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Agov, how am I able to be Michael? So, says Tois, you see, for me, the Kenyan Paris has no shaykhs to the sugya of being Michael the Truma. So, the question is, why not? Right, we took the long scenic route. Why not? Why is it that there's no 
Sugi of Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Agof, when it comes to the Sugi of Kenyan Kaspoi. It's passionate because Kenyan Paris is a Sugi in Kaspoi. Do I own it or not? So, yeah, Kenyan Paris, without my number of us out there, Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Agof. Up in Kenyan Easter, there's no such thing as Kenyan Paris. And because there's no such thing as Kenyan Paris, says Davni Malum, this is my Raya, that if all I have is a Kenyan moment, like Kenyan Paris, the man Dama, Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Agof, it wouldn't be enough to be Michael Bachumo. That's why coin can't be Michael is Avdi which room I can you pay Kenyan I go for me and that's why if someone's mafkir his evad someone else owns the Kenyan pairs it doesn't matter being that I still own you because I have to give you a get shikh I still have a Kenyan Isra in you so if I still have a Kenyan Isra in you therefore that law is I could be Michael Bajuma so that Mimalum is saying that even by an Evid Knani here's the Kiddush even by an Evid Knani I can't understand that Mimalum without this Kiddush that even by an Evid Knani where the master does have a Kenyan moment but it's not Mitzad the Kenyan moment that he's able to be Michael the Ever Kanani Bachuma. It's Mitzad the Kenyanissa. What's the Kenyanissa by an Ever Kanani? There's Kenyanissa there too. He could marry her off to a Shifcha. Right? There's different dinim. But the bottom line is, is that it's the Kenyan Isser. It's not the Kenyan moment. That's the Yusoyed of the Avni Malum. So the Avni Malum said that when it says, Kenyan means Kenyan Isser, and it's Kenyan Isser, Habayu de Kesev. That explains. Why Arusabas Yisrael could eat Truma Machmas the Koin Kikn and Nefesh Kenyan Kaspoy, even though she's clearly not Kaspoy? It also explains this very Tamu the Rashi in Mesachtis Ksubis, not Tafnun Chesem Aleph, and it explains the raid in Toysis where it's Mavur that there's no Sugi of Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Aguf Dami, when it comes to the halachas of Truma, and the reason all is because it's not about Kenyan Moment, it's all about. Kenyan is I it says Kaspai. Kaspai just means Kenyan Abalya de Kesef. Now this is a very long Avni Maluim. There's a lot of kashas on the Avni Maluim. But I just want to mention three kashas. Three very short ha'aris, Pashat Lahitsin Milivan, that the Akhrainim talk about some of the Avni Maluim himself already discusses as it relates to the Shail. The first question is, is the behem of a coin Zaladi Truma? Why is it behem of a coin Ladi Truma? Because of Kenyan Kaspai. There's no Kenyan Isser by Behema. There's no Isurim that the Behemoth has that came about as a result of the fact that the Behemoth is Kanoit uh, Akayin. Uh, Behemoth is not subject to laws of Isavahatar. Right? A woman, she's a Barchiyuva. So now that she's married, there's a certain Isavahatar implication that comes about. Hence the term Kenyan Isser. So you could say, the Kayin Kiyikne. Kenyan means Kenyan Esser. And Evet Kenai is also a Bar Chayuva. Schaiva Mitzvah, La La. So therefore, there's a, a concept, there's a musig of, of Kenyan Esser. But what's the Kenyan Esser by Behemon? Abdul Mulum himself asks this Kasha. He tes- says a Teretz, and then he says, Vadayin Tzarechin. It's a little Tzarechin to him. He didn't have it so clear, Abdul Mulum. But Abdul Mulum definitely asks this Kasha. Another question is, what would be if somebody bought an Evet Kenani, Aydei Shtar? Right? Evet's Nikness Aydei Kesef, Nikness Aydei Shtar, Chazaka. So if somebody bought an Evet Knani Al Yedei Shtar, could the Evet Knani eat Truma? It would take a lot of guts to say no. Of course he could. L'chayra, if Kenyan Kaspar means Kenyan Abba Yedei Kesef, and Abner Meluim was Mazba, that Rashi needed a Shtikl Torah to teach me that a Makadish Bebiya, that Allah is like Helos Petruma, based on Iskish Avayis Ladadi, there's no Iskish Avayis Ladadi when it comes to... And Evet Kanani. So, Lahura, I would say, Kinyan Abayi De Kesa. It's only true if you bought the Evet Kanani Ali De Kesa, but if you bought him Ali De Shtar, not. That's a very, very big Chiddush, and this is something that the Achroina Mucha with very much in terms of understanding this Avni Malun. But there's another Akasha, and that is, we mentioned, 
in the Hakdama to the Daf, a very long time ago, an hour and five minutes ago, that although from Kenyan Kaspa we learn that Evid Kanani is Ladi Truma, and that Behem is Ladi Truma, and Arusa Vasisol is Ladi Truma, or Benishtan Evid Ivri, an Evid Ivri not. And the question is, why not an Evid Ivri? At the end of the day, if the definition of Kenyan Kaspay is Kenyan Isser, Haba Ayyudai Kasef, an Evadivri has Kenyan Isser, right? For example, there are certain Evadivris that are even Mutab Shifcha Knanis based on the Kenyan. And an Evadivri is Niktas Pekasef. So why shouldn't an Evadivri be different? And really, just to add a little insult to injury as it relates to the Evadivri, if you look in the Magid Mishnah, it's in Hilchas Trumas, it's Perik Vav Alochehe. So the Magid Mishnah quotes his Teres Kayanim. Teres Kayanim says, Yochel, I would think I feel a kind of evidivri yoichel betruma. Talmudoy mer kesef. Yotze evidivri she'enoi kesef. It's mamish this right there. She'enoi kesef. The way the Abner Meluam understood that Kenya Kaspoy means Kenya Nabal, you're the kesef. How is it ever different? Not kesef. And each is nicknamed by kesef. Thus, she's Kenya Nisra Nabal, you're the kesef. How could. How can Nevedivri be different? The truth is, if you look in the Avni Meluam, he starts Tshuva Yud Zayin discussing Nevedivri. That's where it all begins. That whole Arichos starts with the halachas of Nevedivri. So the Avni Meluam already addressed a lot of these points. But again, Basi Rak Leheir, that's the Arah. But I just want to end with one thing. And that is Rav Shach and Avi Ezri. This is in Perik Beis and Luchas Avadim. So that last paragraph of that shtickle, it's not a long shtickle, but in the last paragraph, he talks about this Avni Meluam. Teich Tvarav, he throws in a line, he says that every Ma'ayan in this Avni Meluam is going to recognize that it's Mamish Tamua. I thought it was so Gishmak, but Rabshach with his Tifkait and his Amelus and his Amku said every single line in this Avni Meluam is Mamish Tamua, and he's every, the whole Avni Meluam is, is Mamish Tamua. I said Avni Meluam had major league riots to his Yusayid, and I think most prominently the Rashi here in Ksubis Dafnun Chesam and Al. So I'm just going to say the words of Rav Shach, and something we'll revisit Metzashem on another day. Rav Shach, said a very, very big long this. He said, what did Rashi mean when Rashi said that the reason Makadish Bebiya, the Allah is, the Arus is able to eat Truma is because of Iskish Avais Ladadi. And then Rashi, second Shtukal Torah, that a Yavam is like Gara from a Makadish Bebiya, right? What was the Kasha? The Kasha was, what do you need a Shtukal Torah for? And Arus is Dach Kinyan Kaspai. So Rav Shach said like this, Mesechtis Kedushin starts, poetic license, Ha'isha Nikness, right? There's a Kinyan relationship between husband and wife. It's like Rav Shach, Mechtesin. How did Chazal know that? How did Chazal know that there's a Kenyan that takes place when a man and a woman gets married? It says in the Torah, Ki yikach is shisha. The word Yikach doesn't mean Kenyan. It means they got married. Who said anything about Kenyanim? Had Chazal know it was a Kenyan? So Shach said, I think Chazal knew it was a Kenyan from the first Gemara, Masach Kedushan. The Gemara says, Kesef minolon. And the Gemara says, Asi kicha, kicha mi And just like Steyefran was Kesef, so too this is Kesef. From the fact that Chazal learned to Isha gets married Bekesef from Stay Ephraim, and Stay Ephraim was a Kenyan, so it's for that reason I know that the halacha is that marriage is a Kenyan. I know it from Kicha Kicha Mistay Ephraim. Meaning, Namal, Kicha Kicha Mistay Ephraim teaches me that the way to do the Kenyan Kedushin is through Kesef. Rashach says, I know more than that from there. For that marriage is a Kenyan, I only know from Kicha Kicha Mistah. No, Kicha Kicha teaches me two things. It teaches me the concept of Oisha Niknis, and it also teaches me that Oisha Niknis Pekasef. But get ready for Alumnus. So said Rav Shach, that being that the whole Makar, that Kedushin is a Kenyan in the first place, is 
from Kenyan Kesef, it's from Kichel Kichel Vestayefron. So I could have had a Havamino that maybe the only time marriage is a Kenyan is only if you're Makadish Bekesef. But if you're Makadish Bishtaru Bebiya, over there it's not even a Kenyan. Maybe the Hefza of the marriage is different depending on how you went about getting married. If you got married with Kesef, then what is chal is a chalo is Kenyan. However, if you got married maybe all it is is there's an issue here. There's a marriage, but not a Kenyan. Not with that dogush, not with that nusach, not with that emphasis. Maybe it's not a chefzah of a Kenyan. And it's for that reason Rashi needed a shtukl Torah to tell me that if someone's makadish b'shtaru b'biyo, that halachish is included in Kenyan kaspoi. You know why? Because without the Iskish Avayis Lahadadi, Aitaka would have thought that she's not Kenuya. The only reason, said Reb Shach, that what I'm saying is wrong, and the only reason that Oisha Niknis because of Shtar Rabiyah, that there's a Kenyan Saif, it's Kesef Saif, it's Shtar Saif, it's Biyah, is because of Iskish Avayis Lahadadi. And that's why Rashi needed the Iskish Avayis Lahadadi. The choice is Kasha, the Mulum's Kasha was, why does Rashi need Iskish Avayis Lahadadi? It's Kenyan Kaspoy. It's Kenyan Kaspoy if you're Mekadosh Bekesef, Mekadosh Bekesef, or if you're Mekadosh Bekesef. So, Reb Shach, that the reason Rashi had to come on to Iskish Avayis Ladodi, because without Iskish Avayis Ladodi, I would not know that a Makadish Bishtar and a Makadish Babir is Kenyan Kaspoy. What do you mean? Doesn't the Mishnah say that? Or Isha Niktis? Yeah, the Mishnah says it because the Mishnah knows what Rashi knows. The Mishnah knows that it's Iskish Avayis Ladodi. And because it's Iskish Avayis Ladodi, that's why it's Kenyan Kaspoy. Now, what would be the swar in the world to say that if you're Makadish Bekesef, it's Kenyan Kaspoy, not Makadish Bishtar or Babir? So, Reb Shach, I'll tell you what the swar is. The swar is, is because Mehechatesi marriage is a Kenyan. It's only, I think, because Asi Kichal Kichemiste Efren. And Kichal Kichemiste Efren is Makadish Bekesef, not Shtarabiyah. How then do I know Shtarabiyah only because of Iskish Avayi If that's the case, that's why Rashi had to come on to Iskish Avayi So just to come full circle, we started off really with a Rashi on today's daf. Usually when we talk about this Rashi, it's a favor for Rashi. Here it's Mamish Arsugya, this Rashi. And Rashi says over here that if, although the Gemara says, but that's only a Shemeris Yavim. If there was an actual Yibam, then of course the Halach is the Yavim would be able to be Michael Bachuma. Why? Says Rashi, because Makadish Babiya could be Michael Bachuma based on Iskish Avayis Ladadi. And if Makadish Babiya could, then there's no reason that a Yavim should be any worse than Makadish Babiya. And what was the Kasha? The Kasha was, why do I need Iskish Avayis Ladadi in order to tell me that a Makadish Babiya, Allah is, is Michael Bachumo. Why should a Makadish Babiya be any less king in Kaspoy than a Makadish Bekesef or a Makadish Bishtar? And why do I need a second Shtikal Torah to tell me that a Yavim is not worse than a Makadish Babiya? It's bullshit. Why would you think it should be any different? The Teretz is Tutoritzim. Davdi Malum said, it's because Kenyan Kaspi doesn't mean Kaspi literally, it means Kenyan Abayi De Kesef, the way he proved in his Arichos and with all his different Rayas, and being that it means Kenyan Abayi De Kesef, so the Ikra Limud is only for Kedusha Kesef, therefore I have to come out to the Hekish to be Marbe Shtarubiyah, and I need another Shtikl Torah to even be Marbe Yibum. Rav Shach said that the reason is because without Iskish Avayis Ladadi, I would have thought that Kenyan Kedushin is only true if you're Makadish Bekesef. It's not that Kenyan Kaspoy means Kenyan Abay Dekesef. Kenyan Kaspoy means whatever it means. But without a Hekish, I would have thought that it's only Makadish Bekesef that's considered Oisha Nikness. Not Shtarubiya. Because the whole Makar to the concept of Kenyan when it comes to marriage is Kichal Kichem Efren. How do I know Shtarubiya? I only know that from Iskish Avayis Ladadi. That's why Rashi needed the Hekish of Iskish Avayis Ladadi. That's why Rashi needed even another Shtukotari to tell me that, by the way, Yibam is also like that. Meaning, once we establish that it's a Chiddush, that marriage is a Kenyan. So, number one, I need 
and number two, I need the second Shtut to know that Yibum is going to be no worse than a regular Kiddush.